What if you were to listen to an internationally acclaimed, multi-award-winning illusionist, and he had something far more to say than, watch this trick? Rick Thomas is that performer, ready to go far beyond his magic and far beyond your imagination as he shares secrets regarding our dreams, dreams that can become reality. The future belongs to those who believe in the strength of their dreams. Dreams pass into the reality of action. From the action stems the dream again. And this interdependence produces the highest form of living. Join Rick and his co-host, award-winning broadcaster Tammy Trujillo. For nothing happens until you dream. Indulge your mind and take a journey never to be forgotten. A journey connecting all of our dreams as we chase them together. You know, Rick, we're working on Chapter 25 this week, and I think the title is, unfortunately, so apropos for what's been going on lately in so many places. The title is, There Are Good Days and There Are Bad Days. And that's so true. I'm actually, uh, when I took the time, and by the way, when I share with you these chapters of the Tiger Whisker, I reread them again mm-hmm. and again to make sure that I understand what I wrote and the feelings I had when I wrote them. And there are good days and bad days brings pain mm-hmm. to my heart. I bet. Uh, not for myself, but for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this to you, but at the same time, share with you a story that took place between myself and my wife, Tara, regarding this scenario. And that is, I want you to know that I am there for you, that I feel, I feel your pain, I feel your challenges, and I understand where you're coming from. And I say that without sharing with you a story yet, um, because often when someone is sharing their pain Mm-hmm. their challenges, feelings that they may have. We, as human beings, oftentimes to try and fit in and or fix the scenario, which I don't think fixes it, is try to one-up them by coming up with a story where you went through the same pain. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate <laughs> so, that so much. Yeah, and, and I, that's probably why I don't like to go to parties either or just sit around and talk to people because I listen to a whole bunch of people just one-upping each other. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And, well, you did this, well, then I did this. Well, you feel this pain, well, I hurt here. And it just goes on and on and on. And someone may say it to make it feel like they're feeling for them. Right, connecting. Connecting, that's a perfect word. But I don't know if it is. No. I I don't think the person wants to hear that. They're going through their own agony and their Mm -hmm. own challenges. And the next thing you do is, well, if you think that was bad, (laughs) you know. People have done that to me. And it almost feels like they're belittling your thing. Well, if you think that yeah. was bad, you know, check Right, this. right, right. It instantly right? becomes uh, less important because, yeah. like I said, someone might be trying to say, I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it makes what you've just gone through uh, less important yeah. because you know, they, they've gone through something of the same or even more. So when I say this and I say, I feel your pain, uh, I'm not sharing with you a story to one-up you. I really do feel your pain. I think that everybody has good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I write this book and people read it, they need to understand that there are some wonderful stories that I share, but I also needed to share stories that were extremely challenging. Times when I woke up in the morning, curled up in a ball and just couldn't get out of bed. Uh, times when just life. <laughs> do you know that one? Do you want to you share a story? <laughs> no, but I certainly know that one where you wake up and you go, oh, gee, 
Yeah, I got a face today, really. And it, it takes everything you've got to just get out of bed and start going for it. Yeah, I know yeah. that one. I hate that one. <laughs> and of course, and I don't know if the words hates right, but I, 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 I'm challenged by those that, that always tell you that every day is wonderful and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. journey and they have no problems and to live your life like they do. And I'm just here to stand before you and let everybody know that everybody has problems. Everybody has their own challenges. Uh, We all have our skeletons in our closet as well. We're all humans and all humans make mistakes Mm -hmm. and we have to deal with those mistakes. And sometimes there are good days and sometimes there are bad. I'm just waiting for that day, Rick, when, (laughs) knock wood, uh, nothing goes wrong. You wake up with a clean slate, and you can wake up and go, okay, I'm ready. Nothing's happening today. It's all good. And nothing goes wrong. You get home, you go to bed that night and go, wow, that was perfect. I'm waiting for that day. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet at all? Not, no, not one? No, never. Not like a never, day at Disneyland or something like never, that? Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I think it's a, a fantasy. But because it always seems like something jumps in your way, whether it's small or whether it's large, there's always going to be a challenge, it seems, every single day. So, yeah. Welcome to being human. (laughs) Absolutely. And on top of that, with the challenges you face, I repeat again, which has been said over and over again with the Tiger Whisker uh, and the stories that I share, is that everyone does have a story to tell. Oh, yeah. Everyone has a life. Everyone mm-hmm. is important. And you need to share with us your life and your stories, whether they be good or bad. Yep. And I know some of the stories are great and some of them, and it's okay that some of them are just simply terrible. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of terrible stories lately. It's, it's yes, been just a, a, a cacophony of really big, bad issues lately. And that's tough. That's tough to get around it and, and start over because there's so many people suffering right now. It's, it's pretty tricky. Uh, we don't try to point out anything specific, Mm-mm. and we talk to each other about, uh, you know, how we make this so it's not, um, uh, you know, you listen to it and wonder what time we actually said this. But it, I do have to make a shout out. Uh, I performed and lived in Hawaii for six years, mm-hmm. and people ask me constantly if I were to ever live in Hawaii, uh, where would I live? And my words to back to them were uh, Maui and specifically Lahaina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Yeah. I know the islands and I know how how wonderful they are but how a big part of Hawaii uh, Lahaina is and a shout out to those people and tears flowing for those that are challenged and friends that both you and I have Mm -hmm. who have lost everything over there Uh, it is a devastation to them and to us the last thing I would want to do is tell them a story to try to appease their pain. I can just tell you right now, without a doubt, I don't think I can feel their pain at the Mm-mm. moment. No. Uh, the losses that have been made no. are massive, so uh, prayers go out to you. Absolutely. I can't imagine what's happened. We've talked to our friend, and it's, uh, I don't know how you start over. I really don't. But, you know, it, it's funny kind of glimmer of hope one of the things randy talked about because he he's lived in hawaii as well and loves lahaina was the banyan tree did you ever see that absolutely it's okay the, it's the it's the cornerstone of lahaina uh-huh. it's it's it is it's like the the father looking over its children well randy was worried um, it was lost and it's not it's alive it's alive it's it, you know it's scorched 
but they've done some testing and it's it's alive and they're going to be able to save it. i mean it was planted back in 1873 my god i know it's you it's yeah huge. oh i it's want to see it so bad i've never been to hawaii um, I'm the only person well, in the world time. that's never been give there. Time. But yeah. yeah, that tree somehow managed to survive. And that's that's got to be just a glimmer of hope that everything will be as okay as it can be. Because that mm-hmm. beautiful, important tree managed somehow to make it. So I was thrilled when I read that. And something positive. Yeah. Uh, let, me sh- let me share with you something else that's quite... Mm-hmm. Um, that has happened recently uh-huh. that I would love to everybody to kind of jump on and take a look at. I am part of a documentary that is on Peacock right now, and it is Siegfried and Roy, the original Tiger Kings. And I was interviewed extensively regarding the show that they were, what they had created in this world, their amazing good stories, and of course, the bad days that they had when Roy was bitten by a monocore and the challenges that were faced. And they came to me with this documentary, and I was pretty much overwhelmed at how much I was involved in this, but Mm -hmm. because I had tigers and I lived in Las Vegas and I was friends of both Siegfried and Roy, I knew something about it. In fact, I knew a lot about it. And anyway, it's on Peacock. And it's playing right now, and it's called Siegfried and Roy, the Original Tiger Kings. Okay. And if if you want to listen to some good days and bad days, that would be another offering to watch. And I think that you'll be, you can say entertained, but enlightened as well as the challenges that we all face. Here's two men that had literally everything in Mm -hmm. their life. They had worked very hard for it, Mm -hmm. but they were truly, truly what made Vegas what it is today. And to see how their lives ended and the challenges they faced regarding what they had accomplished was devastation and you wish you just don't wish that on anyone Mm -mm. and i Mm -mm. you know if they would have retired a few years earlier you have all these stories of what if what if what if of course uh their life would have been far different than it was with the the sad stories that followed after Mm -hmm. that accident yeah it was unbelievable how everything just disintegrated you know all the wonder just fell apart and in the last few years of both their lives very sad. I knew them yeah. as well, and I enjoyed their show immensely. And yeah, it's heartbreaking. And it, yeah. it shows you how things can change in one instant. It really does, because that's exactly what happened. Oh, I got to watch that. Well, gotta watch yeah, that. and so I get to share with you a couple stories mm-hmm. that are challenging or challenged me working with tigers. I guess the few <laughs> the few things we talked about so far is when you're listening to somebody's story, be compassionate, but don't try to one-up them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I said, talking to my wife, Tara, about this, this was an important, you know, it's nice to, to talk about those things when it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst thing to do is to try to correct somebody in front of other people. Oh. So sometimes it's best that something like that comes up. You go, you know, when we go to parties or this or that, and somebody does this or that, that's a better way to say it than right in front of them when it's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that those are good ways to discuss matters rather than in, in the presence of somebody who's actually doing it in front of you at that very moment. I agree with you. Uh, so so I'm just kind of sharing it and throwing that out there. And then as far as good days and bad days with the tigers, if anybody ever tells you that they have never been hurt or bitten by their tigers that they worked with, they're lying to you. <laughs> now, Tammy, yes, you have quite a few cats. And dogs, Yes. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you been bitten? Oh, I got the scars to prove it. 
You bet. Mm, just cats and dogs, not tigers. No. Cats I, and dogs. The, the tigers I've been around, one of your babies, and another mm-hmm. one named Drifter at the Wildlife Way Station that was out here in California. No, I've never been bitten by either of the two tigers that I have been in contact with. I cannot imagine being bitten by a tiger because I've seen their teeth and I've seen their claws up close and personal. <laughs> They're very <But> big. <laughs> your animals have left your animals oh, yeah. have left you scars. Oh yeah, and sometimes they're scars from play, you know, played with. Mm. You know, they get a yep. little too excited. And sometimes I've gotten bitter scratch because they've gotten angry at me for something that I've done. So, mm. you know, some are accidental and some they they meant to go after me with their way of saying stop that. Stop it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the animal kingdom is just like ours. You know, we're talking about good days and bad days Mm -hmm. uh, for us. You don't think animals have good days and bad days? Oh, yes, they do. (laughs) Yes, they do. Okay. I know training tigers is a nonstop duty Mm -hmm. uh, and possibly getting bit. Uh, every single day is part of that process. You teach them to be be fed out of your hands, mm-hmm. and you have to put your hand right at their mouth to feed them. And and some days when they're not quite having as good a day as the last, you could get nipped or or bit. So mm-hmm. their attitude of that day definitely plays into it. So I think that you have to be very careful. You can say very careful working with animals, but humans can bite you pretty hard too. Oh, and they do. So <laughs> and they do. <laughs> they so do. you have to be careful with humans as well. So when you realize that the animal kingdom has the same bad days as we as humans do, you can basically understand and accept the scenario that we have to be careful with all life mm-hmm. and, and listen mm-hmm. visually and with our ears on what's going on in their head. Yeah. You know, if, if you really do, you said it, listen visually and audibly, they'll let you know. You know, they can't say, get away from me, I'm having a bad day, but they will let you know if you just pay close enough attention to them and realize that they are sentient beings and they have feelings and emotions just like you do. And that's why they have their good days and bad days just like you do. I think it's just people learning respect for animals as beings. That's something we haven't really accomplished well yet, I don't think, as humans. Just my personal opinion from working with them. Now, as far as working with them and getting bit and or just hurt just working around the tigers is difficult when we put them in their travel cages the tigers are between 500 and 700 pounds each and when they roam around that cage roams with them and often you get crunched (laughs) you know fingers smashed body smashed against the wall whatever it may be but um there was one time i was walking simply walking one of my tigers into the trailer Mm -hmm. in preparation to move to the show and he just for some reason took off running uh to the trailer now it's something that they do every day it's Mm -hmm. something that he knows very well and comfortable with the process Mm -hmm. So he just started running and I didn't let go of the chain. Oh, and gee. so I held on. I went straight to the pavement and I was drug across the ground up God. to the trailer. And when I got there or when he got me there, <laughs> he went into the trailer and I spun around the side of the trailer and there's a cable holding the trailer floor down mm-hmm. and my wrist went around the trailer oh my God. and the only time I let go of the chain was when my wrist just about snapped off and I let go of the chain he goes in he's sitting in the trailer he's chuffing he there's no problem he mm-hmm. has no issues and I'm on the ground 
with a wrist half off oh my because God. It, the cable just sliced my wrist and talking wow. about scars i've got a i'm looking at it now literally a scar across my wrist wow. um, that uh, just about took it off wow that was a bad day yes i thought it was a good day you know i'm outside i'm cleaning the tiger cages and believe it or not Cleaning the tiger cages was therapy for me. I loved going out there and spending time with them on a beautiful summer day, mm-hmm. uh, spraying them down with water. It's always a cool area. We had misters going and very comfortable. And, you know, you're just enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it just turns from good to bad. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was a it's a pretty rough injury. Oh my gosh! Uh, I, my wrist survived it. I survived it, but the scar remains. And you went on stage that night, I'm sure. Absolutely, of course. Wrapped my wrist and and continued on, but it was <laughs> wow. So it was just something where the injury happened and it had nothing to do with a tiger bite. Right. Right. You know, it, it was just, it was my responsibility to take care of the tigers and, and working with these big animals. Uh, it happens. And I think that's mm-hmm. the same thing working with any animals. I repeat it often that more people are hurt by their dogs yes. than most people working with these exotic animals because we're at a much more higher mm-hmm. sense of, I don't know if it's respect or attitude or just the moment itself. The moment that a tiger appears in my show, I'm no longer a magician. I'm literally a tiger handler. I am literally someone responsible for my safety and the safety of those around me. Mm -hmm. And the magic show pretty much goes out the door. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all about that, uh, that representation. So I'm a much higher sense of awareness when I'm working with them. And often people will drop their guard playing with their dogs. Even a cat. A cat can come up and smack you in the head or bite you in the toe. (laughs) I think I've gotten worse injuries from my cats than my dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cats are fast. They're fast. They can get five little, you know, nail swats in there, you know, in the time when a dog does one thing. So, but no, all of our animals have the ability to hurt us. They just choose not to. That's what I talk to people about when we're talking about pets. You know, you have to respect them because they are actually stronger than you in some cases, especially a tiger. And they choose not to. You know, they make a conscious choice because of love or loyalty or the fact that you're the person with the food, whatever you want to attribute it to. I want to jump back on something you said, and you said that he was in the trailer chuffing. I know what that Mm -hmm. means, but a lot of people don't. That's a really positive thing. Very positive. Mm -hmm. Tigers and cats, they're all kittens. They're all part of the same feline line Mm -hmm. of life. But tigers can't meow. When you listen to your cat and it meows and it makes its noises, Mm -hmm. a tiger can't do that. It can't meow. So it chuffs. (laughs) And it's just a different vocal cord system where they literally... I can say it into the microphone, and unless you see me do it as well, it it, it may not come out as grand as it should, but it chuff is something like this. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty good. And that that's a chuff. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, so I've, been, I've been around tigers for many, many years. And that's cool. how you talk to them. You, mm-hmm. talk, you literally you go up to them, they'll chuff, and you chuff back. They're like, mm-hmm. and you and it's just their way of just greeting. It's greeting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, what happened to you? You're on the <laughs> ground rolling around. Look at, come on, today's a beautiful day. It's sunny out here. We're having a good day. Rick, what are you doing? What's wrong with your wrist, you know? Rick? <laughs> oh, uh, he didn't and, mean and it. <laughs> now, now, we have spoken just a bit about being injured by the animals mm-hmm. and it becoming a bad day. 
now this is where I get to share a story where people, they think one thing and something else happens. One of the biggest expenses in my career was the insurance policies on my show uh, with Tigers in the show. And the insurance was extremely high. And I always tease people. I said, with the amount of money I spent on insurance, I could have bought myself a small island. Oh, dear. Wow. (laughs) You know, but I remember a performance I was performing talking about islands. I was performing out in Guam. Mm-hmm. at the Sandcastle. And for five years, we had the Tigers in the show. We did the t- Tiger demonstrations to the cast and crew, showing them constantly how dangerous they are and how they need to stay away from them and, and where they can be and can't be and my responsibilities and their lack of responsibilities because we don't ask them to take on any responsibility working with the Tigers. They're just too you know, find a place to uh, protect themselves if there was ever a problem. Mm -hmm. But we point that out by saying, yes, they are challenging. They are unpredictable. But at the same time, we had a basic system that gave us a a system of safety that we were comfortable with. And for five years, we had nothing happen. Nothing, nothing Mm -hmm. go wrong. Nothing happened. No challenges. They were in the show, I think, beautifully presented. Oh, yeah, I agree. And then one night we had an accident. On the stage, yes. Oh, dear. Uh, However, it had nothing to do with the Tigers. Hmm. Our lead singer was put in hospital, not because of the Tigers, but because one of the set pieces on the stage fell on top of him in the middle of the show. Oh, my God. Now, he was fine. Mm -hmm. The next day, he got out of the hospital, kind of knocked him out for a little bit. Wow. But... I try and point out that here we are all worried about the tigers <laughs> yeah. and one part of our life mm-hmm. that we are concerned about. And out of nowhere, <laughs> something else happens that throws a curveball and you weren't expecting it. And it was as bad or worse than what could have happened with a tiger. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just intriguing. And it wasn't something that I laughed at, but something that I said, how ironic. Right. That all this time, everybody's worried about the tigers attacking them. Mm-hmm. And in spite of all of our precautions and insurance regarding the tigers, it was a set piece that knocked out our lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and being on stage, I will tell you, uh, performing is, is a dangerous scenario. But for anybody to believe that life is not dangerous everywhere we turn, I say to people, just walking out the front door of your home... <laughs> is dangerous. How many people have walked out of their front porch on a snowy day and hit ice and went straight down to the ground and they were just barely inches out of their home? You see, you're laughing, no, you but know it's why. not funny. No, it's you know why funny. I'm laughing. You know why I'm laughing. Yeah, because there's a story because I'm trying not to talk about you, okay. but talk about you. It's okay. Oh, okay. It's okay oh, because I, I have to relate this story. That's why I'm laughing. I haven't really made this real public. But on March 15th, which will go down in my personal infamous history, I very simply stepped off a curb, not a curb that was broken or anything. There's nothing funky about this at all. Perfect curb. And the next thing I know, I'm on my butt, screaming bloody murder, and have two broken ankles. I simply stepped off a curb, something I've done billions of times in my life, I don't know what happened. All I know is I have two broken ankles. It is now, you know, what, five months later, I'm still using a wheelchair. I've had surgeries, all from simply stepping off a curb. It was a beautiful sunny morning here in Southern California. I was simply walking 
from the parking lot to go to my class. Everything was fine. I'm thinking about what I'm going to teach in my podcasting class and boom, Mm. just like that. I see another perfect moment of being speechless is the best way to do this. Uh. (laughs) I'm going to point it out because this is part of our conversation today. The worst thing I could do is come up with another story right now (laughs) and try to tell you, oh, by the way, well, that happened to you. Well, this happened to me. I'm saying to you (laughs) that whether it be working around tigers or driving your car or stepping off a curb, curb. (laughs) living life is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, it can happen in a minute. Who knew? And and we're laughing at it at the moment. It can be laughable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it is overwhelming. And and all I can say to you is is I feel your pain. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry for the pain. And sometimes there's good days and sometimes there's bad. And I really appreciate the story because it's not about the tigers. This this story is about life and Mm -hmm. how life comes to us in all different directions and bites you. Yes. Bites you yes. unexpectedly. Yes. And it has nothing to do with tigers. No. But, you know, you put them in the mix and it does add another dimension, that's for sure. Okay, I know what some people are going to ask me when they listen to the episode. And so I'm going to go back on this because I, I know. I know the questions I get. There are companies that insure tigers. They're going to ask me that, so you might as well answer it. They, yeah. they insure against tigers doing bad uh-huh. things. Oh my goodness. There are just a couple of oh them. Gosh. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Not many. Got to remember also Siegfried and Roy performed for over 40 years right. and then his accident occurred. Mm-hmm. The list goes on about every profession in the world. People building homes, they roll off the top oh, of a yeah. roof. Yeah. Uh, guys climbing up, putting their Christmas lights mm-hmm. up on a ladder. Cars, uh, airplanes, everything that you can imagine in life that brings danger to your life. Mm -hmm. But yes, because of the tigers, because it's so rare, because so few people actually work with them, that it is an industry where the insurance industry says, whoa. Isn't it fascinating, though, that the insurance industry does not want to insure anything that they're going to have to pay back on? Oh, of course not. No, no. (laughs) I mean, it's part of, (laughs) I've always laughed about insurance, right? Mm -hmm. They're only going to insure you if their chances of not paying you are big. Yeah, well, they want to make money. Yeah, they're 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 trying you know, to make money, and I, when something does happen, sometimes it's a little bit hard to get that money out of them, even though they insured against I know. that. Yeah, I am fully aware. I have <laughs> stories of that matter as well, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come from me. It comes from my brother, who worked for a company of lawyers, who actually worked for a company, and he even said there were times where he was saddened by watching that the company was so big and the lawyers were so good that Mm -hmm. sometimes he felt that people who deserved something from what had taken place was not given. So yeah, yeah, the the world can kind of be rough out there. And this is not a a chapter about insurance companies, but as far (laughs) as, but as far as insurance goes, yes. Tiger um, insurance. uh, Lloyd's of London is one that pops to my head. They insure crazy things. Um, They're one of those companies that really take on some gambles. But with Siegfried and Roy was a perfect example. Myself, Mm. perfect example on insurance and the Tigers being insured, but (laughs) there were no major mishaps. Thank goodness. Uh, So you you do what you can, protect yourself as you can. In fact, it's also intriguing. My wife's mother is Cheryl. They're from Zimbabwe. Mm And her husband literally moved from England to Zimbabwe to create an insurance company. And okay. their life was an insurance company in huh. Africa. Wow. So we, the other day, we were even talking about insurance. And mm-hmm. she said there was a time 
where because he was the president of his company mm -hmm. that everything in their house was insured and she said My. rick i'm not saying everything he says i'm saying everything our watches our tables oh our gosh. televisions <laughs> our microwaves and she said it was crazy bizarre that everything was insured oh my goodness and i said yeah i can go a little over there and and for someone like me who's never made a claim on insurance yet you want to knock on wood oh god no right? kid here it is <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's hard because like i said how did i say it i said for the amount of money i've spent on insurance for my tigers i could have bought a small island yeah insurance the way i look at it because you know i pay for insurance on a lot of things too it's a hedge against disaster and you kind of do hope you never make the claim and you're fortunate you've never done that i have unfortunately done that that's really what it is because if you don't have the insurance and something happens the situation is going to be far worse so it's just a Absolutely. hedge against disaster that's how i look at it when i pay the premiums that's that's my psych <laughs> when i write the checks <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm telling you today, I'm extremely grateful for your stories. I thank you for sharing your pain. <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm working I on wish it. that there was more that we could all do to help each other. Let us pray for those that are being challenged across this world oh. with challenges far more than ours today. Yes. And if you think that there are people that are enjoying their lives far better than you, don't believe everything that you see. Right. Everybody right. has the same problems. And I always try to point it out, people talking about how wonderful it would be to have money. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that money takes care of so many problems, but it doesn't fix all of them. No. And I can't. always enjoy, if this is a way to put it, enjoy watching celebrities who appear to have everything in the world that are the mansions, mm -hmm. the cars, the money, the security. And they're going through the same issues we are. There are divorces. Mm -hmm. There are there's bickering. There's fighting. There's sad times. There's happy times. They're as challenging as anybody's life. And right. you, you can make, might say it's entertaining, but to me, it just helps me understand and puts a better understanding for me on we all have good days and we all have bad days mm -hmm. and we're all part of the system be a little kinder to everybody you have no idea what they're going through and with that i thank you again for your stories well that that's the perfect statement rick you see somebody and they may appear just a-okay fine you have no idea what's going on in their life so yeah be nice this morning I woke up and I, I looked over to Tara and I'm smiling and beginning a new day and she's just pouting. Oh. So I haven't figured out what she's pouting about, uh -oh. but I'm going to go find out. Yeah, I think you better. <laughs> I hope it's she nothing big. <laughs> no, I don't think it's anything big, but you know, I want to make sure her day's happier than it appears to be. Well, one thing we do want to talk about, because it's such a big story constantly in the news, the economy. It's, it's still rough. And it's getting worse and worse. I and know. Worse I know. And worse. I had a gentleman ask me again. I share with them stories in my show mm -hmm. about precious metals and diversifying our life and what we're doing to protect our families. And he said to me, you have a magic show. You're performing this show. Why are you telling people about, you know, protecting themselves mm -hmm. and this gold and silver? And I said, because we're all in this together. I might be entertaining you and performing, and that is my profession but i more so than anything want to make sure that 
what has been told to me is shared with others Mm -hmm. as well. And for that reason, it may sound a little strange. It may be out of left field. I am not a an economist. I am not a master at investment, but I have been told enough by others what I can do to protect myself. And one of those things is obtain precious metals. And along with our bank accounts, stock markets, and our homes that we have that we're buying or whatever we're doing in life, part of it should be an asset that doesn't lose its worth. And it's an insurance policy there's a key. It is an insurance policy on everything else you have because it doesn't lose its worth. And that's the one thing and that's gold and silver. If somebody wants to know more about it, it's really, really simple. You go to mansionofdreams.net slash wealth. There's a super simple little form and you fill it out and Rick will give you a call and talk about this. And yeah, you say you're no economist, you're no expert, but Rick, you do know an awful lot about this and it does make sense and it's not super expensive to get involved in it either. I'm just, you've got to do something for your family and Mm -hmm. it'd be a pleasure to share. Well, consider it insurance. It's just another (laughs) kind of insurance. We all have our insurance policies. You could look at this as just another kind of insurance. Uh, well, one of the things that you should do is just eliminate working with tigers. Oh, at, no. At least, <laughs> at, least, at least there's one thing that you don't have to worry about. Oh, that is something I will always envy you for, working with tigers. And I know it was a lot of work, but oh, in my mind, to be so close to those magnificent animals, I... Uh, I have only a one, one thing to say, dream on. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people dream exactly that, Rick. (laughs) Well, thank you again. It's been a wonderful day, and take care of yourself. You too. Uh, The recovery, I know, is strenuous and uh, a challenge uh, for you as well. We're getting there. Best wishes this week. We are getting there. Thanks for joining us this week on Nothing Happens Until You Dream, starring Rick Thomas and featuring Tammy Trujillo and is based on Rick Thomas's best-selling book, The Tiger Whisker, available on rickthomas.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And check us out on Patreon for exclusive members-only content. Stay up to date with Rick and Tammy at nothinghappensintoyoudream.com. Remember, you must follow your dreams, not only for yourself, but for the rest of our future. We'll see you on the next episode.